0: Welcome back to Jogpod from the Lee School Geography Department. As I look out of the window of the recording studio here, I can see the lovely grass tennis courts, reminding us that summer is very much now with us. And summer, of course, brings Wimbledon less than two months away now. Today, our geographers, Georgia and Ollie, join us to talk about changes happening at Wimbledon over the coming years and the potential implications that these have, good and bad, for people in the local area.
1: Hey everyone, it's Georgia here. Today I'm joined by Ollie.
2: Hello Georgia, it's great to be here.
1: So today we'll be discussing the geography involved in the new and upcoming Wimbledon expansion.
2: For those of you who have been lucky enough uh, to attend Wimbledon, uh, I'm sure you would be well aware of how big the grounds are. So you're probably thinking, why would they need to expand it?
1: Wait, before we start, what is Wimbledon for those who haven't heard of it?
2: Well, the Wimbledon Championships, commonly known as Wimbledon, is the oldest tennis tournament in the world and is widely regarded as the most prestigious. It's been held at the All England Club in Wimbledon since 1877 and has been played on traditional outdoor grass courts. So, Georgia, what is this expansion we've been hearing about in the news?
1: So after many delays, the All England Club expansion project of the new Wimbledon Park is now underway. The expansion project includes a new show court and an extra 38 grass tennis courts spread throughout the land they have bought, formerly Wimbledon Park Golf Club.
2: Wow. Now, to me, that sounds like a lot of new tennis courts. But why does Wimbledon need... Why do they need these tennis courts? Like, what are the objectives of this scheme?
1: So the AELTC committee has two primary objectives... The first objective is to maintain the championships at the pinnacle of the sport and secondly, to provide year-round significant public benefit to the local community. These two objectives will support the ambitious climate change objectives for both the AELTC and the championships, including achieving the net zero carbon operations and becoming environmentally positive by 2030.
2: Oh, okay, so they've got two clear objectives then. But how will this expansion help achieve... Uh, the net zero carbon objective that they're aiming for?
1: Well, firstly, there'll be boardwalks throughout the site which will give greater access to the lake edge without disturbing its rich ecology. This means wildlife will not be destroyed with people walking over it, maintaining biodiversity levels. Also, the Parkland Show Court will be a showcase of sustainable design. This will be from using materials that would otherwise go to landfill This is important because landfill is harmful as it produces dangerous gases such as methane or carbon dioxide. As well as being sustainable, the proposed 38 tennis courts throughout the park will sit into the landscape without dominating it. Also, the parkland show court will sit nestled in with the trees and its height similar to the tree line. So this will not be a huge piece of instru- infrastructure ruining views yeah. across the park.
2: Yeah, and just to add on to that, the proposal will also provide more than ten percent biodiversity net gain and one thousand five hundred new trees, uh, as well as um, as well as this, all forty one current veteran trees will be retained uh, and protected, as well as any future veteran trees. So this will be maintaining and improving the high biodiversity levels and planting more wildlife, uh, which will create. Uh, a natural carbon capture capture area uh, as well as um, a place for the co2 to be absorbed um, due to the uh, of course vital process of
1: photosynthesis so ollie this expansion will be environmentally friendly but in what way will this expansion help the local community
2: Well, Accessible Path will allow everyone to enjoy and access around the lake uh, for the first time. So local and tourists can visit and walk around. Uh, Additionally, uh, distilling the lake will maintain water sport activities uh, for generations to come. This means that as well as jobs available to run these water sports, uh, there is fun activity for the locals, uh, which will help uh, not only for the locals, but also for tourists, which will boost tourism uh, and prompt people to be active.
1: Yes, and also I'd just like to add on that seven of the 38 grass courts will be made available for the community from May to September and when the championships are not taking place. This means locals can play tennis and keep active throughout the year easily as they do not have to pay.
2: Yeah, and this maintenance of the tennis courts uh, and landscape of course, will also bring additional jobs, um, to add on to my point earlier, uh, and and provide training and specialist skills for those who have these jobs.
1: Also, there'll be an allocation of 500 seats in the Parkland Show Court during the championships for local residents in Merton and Wandsworth to purchase each day if the court is in use. This is great great for the locals, as tickets for Wimbledon are in such high demand that tickets are normally allocated using a ballot. Having 500 allocated seats means they're, they're much more likely to experience a trip to Wimbledon.
2: So, in my eyes, this expansion has already clearly ticked two boxes already. The environmental factor and the social side of things, but would this expansion be beneficial for the economy as well?
1: Um, Well, yes, so there will be tours of the extended grounds all year round, meaning additional jobs for the locals, which will lead to more people receiving income, so more disposable income is spent in the area. This will boost the local economy. This will also include exclusive days for local residents, so they will feel more connected to the park.
2: Yeah, and just to add on to that, the proposed project is estimated to generate uh, an additional 38 million pounds to the uh, to the london economy uh, which represents a 14 percent increase uh, and as i mentioned before uh, the creation of more jobs uh, also increasing the capacity of people who can watch the wimbledon championships means an increase of people traveling to wimbledon pretty simply uh, this means that more locals uh, can run tourist spots such as hotels restaurants uh, which can and also increase their prices due to the higher demand um, so then, they can therefore receive greater profits, further boost in the economy, um, as well as uh, just overall more spending in the
1: area. Now, oh, this all sounds amazing, but surely there are some negatives to this expansion.
2: Well, yeah, of course. Uh, with most projects, there are going to be some negatives. Um, So although it claims to be environmentally friendly, which at some point in the distant future it may well be, the construction that will take place over an estimated of eight years uh, will obviously cause um, some sort of environmental damage um, during the build. All the birds and mammals that thrive there, including some protected species such as badgers and bats, will be be displaced uh, from a home during the build due to the increased noise pollution and work uh, that will commence in the area. The loss uh, of trees will be replaced by saplings, but these will take many years to return to the size of the trees once were before. Um, uh, The silting of the lakes will also destroy the homes of insects on which the birds feed on. So there's a risk that the biodiversity levels um, will never return to normal or will take a very long time to return to normal.
1: Oh, okay, so I see what you're saying. So in eight years' time, the expansion will be suitable for nature to thrive, but meanwhile, during construction, it will cause an increased amount of damage. Yeah, exactly. Also, many locals, especially those who overlook the new site, have strongly opposed of this scheme due to the construction lasting eight years, with their views having been ruined. Additionally, each of the 750 Wimbledon Golf Club members, who, although they did get paid £86,000 each, lost their local golf club.
2: Yeah, and this is unfair on those who take part in golf regularly uh, and who also have no interest in tennis. I saw a statistic that stated only 82% of members agreed to selling the golf club, um, but this would have simply been down to the money they received. Uh, However, that means that the other 18% who did not agree to sell the golf club, even with a large sum of money that they received, um, they still lost their golf club, which meant a lot to them.
1: So, Ollie, you enjoy playing golf, don't you? So how would you feel if your local golf club was converted into extra tennis courts?
2: Well, yeah, it's a good question. So, um, funnily enough, I actually have a friend who used to be a member at Wimbledon Park. Um, he joined just after the, d- the decision was made to um, convert the golf course into extra tennis courts. I uh, actually played there last summer, uh, still in great neck, great condition. Um, <laughs> But if that was my club, I'd be devastated. You know, I've made so many friends through playing golf. Um, It's such a great way to socialise. And also playing competitively, Uh, it's really enjoyable. Uh, It's different to other sports. You socialise with people of all different ages um, from all around the world. And you can play anywhere in the world. So, yeah, if that was my course, um, I'd be pretty upset. Obviously, you've got to consider the fact that a lot of these members... Um, have been paid you know, a decent sum of money to um, obviously give up their membership and lose their golf club, which some of them, I'm sure, would have been members at for many years, um, mm. probably 60 years plus, I'd re- I reckon, maybe even 80 years. I mean, the course, I'm pretty sure, was founded in 1898. So, um, yeah, there would have been people who have been there a long, old time. But, yeah, if that was me, uh, I'd be very upset, and it would, uh, yeah, definitely... Um, be very disappointing and um saddening.
1: Um so wow, so this expansion will bring around quite a few negatives as well as the positives. Um though we've got to consider in the long run the positives may outweigh the negatives. So I'd like to end by saying I recommend to anyone who's free during Wimbledon during the summer, where it's this summer, before the expansion, or when it's fully complete in eight is time, to go down there and check out the project.
2: Right, that is all from us today. Thank you very much for listening.
0: Thank you very much to Georgia and Ollie for a really fascinating podcast today, helping us to understand how different local people are affected in different ways by the Wimbledon expansion. Of course, it's always the way that any development will entail there being winners and losers. And that's something that geographers need to be very conscious of as they evaluate, way up and come to decisions about the potential implications um, and whether development is suitable for a location or not. Do join us again for JOGPOD in the future. Bye for now.